Hey, everybody, welcome to the Eric Bowling Podcast. Before we get into this whole amazing news week, it's crazy bananas. We're going to get into that in a second, but just want to point something out. We've been talking about this for the past four months, five months even. Gold made another record high this week since the last time we spoke. A lot going on in the economy, a lot going on in government. You know, if you've been listening to the show for a while, you're aware of the disaster that I believe Biden is making of the American retirement system and the American economy. His overspending ways and the overprinting of money alone are two of the main reasons that Americans' retirement accounts have lost 25% over the past two to three years since Biden has been in office and Bidenomics have been all the rage for D.C. But did you know that the net loss of all retirement plans exceeds a trillion dollars? Trillion with a T. And the pension plans have lost $3.5 trillion in Q3 alone of 2023. And how about this one? Under Joe Biden, the average American family has lost over $11,400 in annual income this year. This year, this 2023. For Americans who are planning to retire, let's say you have a million dollars in your IRA. Those accounts have lost Almost $250,000, a quarter of what what was in there or what you thought you had. But now Americans are faced with also having to work a decade longer than we wanted to or coming out of retirement to recoup some of the losses. Where are we going to go? Work at Publix? Work at Home Depot? It's scary, folks, but you can prevent this. One of the surest ways I know is with gold because gold is a storer of value and has been running counter to Bidenomics for quite a while. In fact, it's been running counter to Bidenomics since Joe Biden came into office. In less than the last two months, gold has risen 14%. What else has? Has your income risen 14%? I know inflation is rising, but gold is the only way to keep up with inflation. So believe me, I know the power of gold and what gold can do for your retirement accounts. Whether you prefer physical gold and silver or simply want to protect your IRA or 401k, I would trust the specialists at our friends at Allegiance Gold, who have the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry. You won't be disappointed. I know them. I've spent time with them. I do business with them. Their relationships are based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. Here's how you do it, folks. You go to protectwitheric.com today and download my free wealth protection guide. I'll tell you everything you need to know about gold. Or you can call 844-714-ERIC. That's 844-714-ERIC. Protect your retirement accounts with Allegiance Gold. Today would be a great day to call them. Go to protectwitheric.com, that's protectwitheric.com, or call 844-714-ERIC. We all fall into one of two camps. There are those that believe Bidenomics is the way forward, and the rest of us who think that's a load of horse You want to hear what really great economic ideas sound like? Want to see America back on the road to energy independence? Are you ready to say hell no to illegal immigrants and foreign nationals having any say in our prosperity? Then you, my friend, are in the right place. This is the Eric Bowling Podcast. All right, let's get started. Welcome, Linda, 
boy, uh, what a week it's been, my friend. Can you believe some of the stories that are going on this week? First of all, I'd just like to point out again, a record high in gold today. A record high in gold. Folks, I bought gold, boy, it's got to be 20 years ago. And you know the story, Linda. My first time when Fox hired me over from CNBC, they brought me on Fox and Friends in the morning. And I was the the finance guy for them at, at, at Fox for a while. And Steve Ducey asked me, so what should we do? And I pulled a, an ounce of gold, a coin, out of my pocket. And I said, see this, Steve? This is $600 today. It's going to do nothing but go up. I will never sell this. I'm going to give this. I'm going to give this to my family. They will hold it forever. I will never sell my gold. <laughs> and I haven't. And that was $600 an ounce. Now it's $2,040 an ounce. So it's incredible. You cannot not have gold in your portfolio. And, and what, what, what Biden's doing is just insane. Last week, we talked about the immigration economy. Remember, we I, I put some numbers. I loved it. I loved it. Put the Great expression. Since, since I did that, I was like doing more work. There is going to be over a trillion dollars spent on the illegals that come across the border. Trillion dollars in the four years under Biden. 300,000 people came in the month of December. Seven, eight, nine million, I think the, the CBP is, is estimating uh, uh, just under Biden alone. And all that housing, all that food, all those clothes, all those, you know, little credit cards they're giving them to live, these people, that's going to add up to well over a trillion dollars. And that is government spending. That's taxpayer money, but even worse than that, it's government spending the money and government spends money, inflation drives up. Now we saw an inflation number that was hotter than they expected it this, this month. It came out this week. And it's because government continues to spend insane amounts of money. And unfortunately with this one, they're spending the money on illegals and the money they're spending on illegals is taxpayer money. So you're getting triple whammy. It's they're spending your money, you're financing it, and it's driving up your prices uh, for the people who aren't even who aren't even the ones who are targeted for the money spent. So got to own the gold, my friends. Got to own it. Well, I think to your point, I love what you're saying about the immigration economy. You know, you said this in last week's podcast, and um, I don't think, it, I, honestly, I haven't heard anybody say this in the media except for you. And there really is something to it, which is this isn't, it's becoming an industry. Yeah. It's, 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 it's entire industry. It's like, oh, we've got to clothe the children. We need to find the children. We need to look for the terrorists. We need to hire more agents. We need uh, to talk to this person. We need ESL teachers. We need to, uh, what? Transport these people. I mean, everything right. about it's the clothing, the food, the subsidization is never ending. And I, f- I find I, I, I've, there are so many people that are as outraged as we are. I just don't think that they know how to express their outrage and how to put an end to what is becoming. I mean, our, our system was burdened before being overburdened. I think saying it's overburdened is the understatement of like the century. More American I'm sorry, more invaders, more illegal immigrants are coming into the country than American babies being born. That, that you know, everyone hates, the left hates this term, replacement yeah. theory. Tucker yeah. got fired likely over replacement theory. Yeah. But the reality is when there are more people coming in that are foreigners illegally, you can't yeah. even vet these people illegally, yeah. than Americans being born here, that's the definition of <laughs> substitute. What do you want to call it? Call it whatever you want. It's the same concept. And, and the Biden administration is letting it happen. They're letting it happen. And as we talked, 
I believe because number one, they get to buy the voter because uh-huh. these people eventually they're going to try and figure out a way to get them the vote. But number two, the way they're doing it is stimulating the economy by government spending. And they love to spend, which is what they're doing. But it also is a quiet little, I got to be honest, I'm an, e- I'm an economist first, uh-huh. right? You spend a trillion dollars in the economy in three or four years, you're going to boost the economy. But when you boost it that way, prices go up. So so here's here's the problem. And I feel like you're uniquely positioned to have this conversation. So most people who participate in uh, the art of talking about politics, or talking about the economy or working in Congress have never worked in the economy, owned a business, had employees, had to take care of health care. They know nothing of which they speak. Right. So it's all from. You know, it, it's wonderful to be an academic, but, you know, being pragmatic and in practical application to me wins every day, all day. Right. So you have this unique perspective because to your point, you know, you were a commodities trader. You traded in gold. You understood what it was like to get up at four o'clock in the morning and see what the futures are doing and find out what's happening in China and Asia markets. What What are you laughing at? I'm laughing because four was a, would be a gift. I, right, you'd be sleeping I, in. I get a, an alert at, at you know two in the morning. Something right. just happened in, in in Japan, right? Or uh, you know a weather pattern changed. You know in, in Canada it was coming down, and, and right. so many things affect investing, you know, trading, invest in that, investing the markets, international markets, futures, options, yep. all of these things that your average American doesn't understand. Right? They put their money into an IRA. Through their, you know, uh, I don't know, their their banking representative, you know, at their local bank or through Fidelity or some other house that they, you know, as a household name through their company, they don't really understand what's happening. So it goes into a bigger conversation of people saying, like, oh, I don't know what you mean. The economy is doing great. Inflation is down. I'm like, no, 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 no. Let's have a real let's give you an analogy you can understand. If Jane is 400 pounds and Jane loses 50 pounds. She's now 350 pounds. Congratulations, Jane. That's wonderful. However, you are still morbidly obese, Jane. I'll give you a better. Can, can we use Jane? Here's, Let's use here's, Jane. The problem is that even sounds good, better than it is. Jane losing sure. 50 pounds. That's not what's uh-huh. happening. Jane's no. 300 pounds. Next year, Jane's 330 pounds. That's 10% higher, right? Uh-huh. A year after that, she's 370 pounds. That's another 10%. That's inflate. Jane's inflating, right? <laughs> no, but the year after that, she's right. 70. The year after that, she's only right. 373. She's still inflating. Right. She hasn't gone down. She's even bigger. It's just less of a, a, a rate at which she's less Jane's of an inflating. increase. Right. So we're, we're cheering on Jane for gaining three pounds instead of 10. Correct. And then when she, when she loses the three pounds where she should have lost 15, we're like, well, at least no, she gave us a good old time. Therein lies the problem. We, Jane never, we never means, do. Food prices. Tell me the last time a food price went down. To, exactly. Yeah, gas price goes up and down, but everything else goes up and stays there. It goes up sure. and plateaus. Jane plateaued at 370. Then mm-hmm. she went to 373. Oh, guess what? She didn't go up to 30 pounds. Great. Jane, then the year after that goes to 374. Okay. She only went up one. She's mm-hmm. not. The, Jane's weight didn't come down. Our prices never come down. They plateau. Right. They just go up at a slower rate. And the White House goes, oh, look what we did. We're, we're, <laughs> inflation is slowing down. Well, yeah, but we're, we're not deflating. We're not, prices aren't coming down at all. They're just right. going up slower than they were. 
Right. And, and, and that's the issue, right? So it's like we're cheering for subpar results for what I would call, I mean, it, it's, it's, av- it's not even average, right? It's not even like you are not even, the benchmark is so low. And, and the issue is that most people just don't understand the concept. To your point, when someone says to me, I would never vote for Trump, I would never vote for DeSantis, if Biden is, the, is my choice as a Democrat, I have to vote for Biden. Okay, wonderful. Can you tell me why you're voting for Biden? What about Biden? Well, you know, he's really, um, he really understands the, the, the plight of, yeah. of the struggling person. Okay, why? Right? It's all these platitudes. And then I say, okay, how much are you paying for eggs right now? How much are you paying for milk? You know, when was the last time you were able to buy a pack of chicken that used to be $4 a pound? Do they call chicken packs of chicken? Is that, is that something That's in the Northeast? It's very Northeast. I mean, I bought two pack packs of chicken from my family last night. Let me tell you six, what. Six pack of beer, a pack of cigarettes, and a pack of chicken? I didn't know that. What do you call it? I don't call I wouldn't even know what to call it. <laughs> just chicken. It just well, struck me as odd, a pack of chicken. So Maybe. when we, when you cook for your family, right? So I have six in my family. So when I cook for my family and I have three boys who, you know, think that every meal is their last and they eat it as such. Yeah. You know, so I have all this food out. I will make two packs of chicken, right? So last night I made gravy and macaroni and grilled chicken and drumsticks and all the things. The chicken alone, two packs, was $50. What? But it had a, yeah, but it had a BOGO yesterday that if you bought one, you got one free. So I was like, okay, so yesterday instead of paying $50 for two packs of chicken, not steak, not prime rib, not, you know, filet, chicken. It's crazy. It's crazy. And so the concept is how are people feeding their children? Now, full circle, we look at immigration and we look at take, you know, for me, it's all relative, right? So New Yorker, fine. So the Roosevelt Hotel, which is a, you know, a legacy hotel in New York, right? All the stars stayed there, yada, yada, yada. Okay, fine. Back in the day when I was a wedding singer, I did 10 weddings there a, a, a month. Hold a it, month. hold it. Stop the press. Yes. You are a wedding singer. For 17 years. Get out of town. I did six weddings a weekend. Yeah, I Holy meant it. Smokes. Yep, I can sing in Hebrew, Chinese. Have you seen that dance with the fish hook thing a lot? You know, I'm not going to lie. There's always an Uncle Joe who has perfected the fish hook. He usually is wearing a tie around his, you know, his head. I'm like, oh, that's a good look. Hi. I saw you last week, right? Okay. I mean, it's just, I, I did it for, it's how I, it's how I put myself through school. That's I was an MTV hip hop dancer. I've done lots of things Jeez. and wow. yeah, 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 yeah. But anywho, my point is you look at these things and you talk to people and you say, you don't understand the basic tenements of what it is costing us to house these migrants right. at a hotel. Not only are they, it's not like they're just staying at the hotel and then they're going out into the workforce as Kathy Hochul would have you believe. No, 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 no. They're getting breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm-hmm. They're having their rooms cleaned. They're sleeping they're, on king and queen beds. They're hanging out on the streets. They're hanging out on the street. the hotels and just loitering. And, and it's unreal. Businesses in the area are like, are you kidding me? No one's going to yeah. come to my business with that mess on the streets. But yeah, and, and you're right. They, and the number, by the way, the numbers they're paying, for, they're, they're paying like 
straight up hotel room so, number rates. Immigration economy, Eric, immigration to your economy. point. So now we have the state of New York who has gotten federal funding and they're using federal funding, not for the veterans, not for the children of New York, not for the homeless of New York, not for the drug addicts in New York, but for the illegal immigrants who got here nanoseconds ago so that they can have a better life. So now you have illegal immigrants living in hotels, being fed, clothed, sheltered, being given stipends, credit cards, and cell phones, no impetus to work, no need to work. And now you're telling us that all of this money that we have goes to them and not to our own kids. So to your point of this week, the issue uh, to me, this is the issue of the week, is the kids being ejected from the school in Brooklyn. Crazy. Crazy. And I'm like, oh, my God. Now, I will tell you, and you could say what you want about this, but it's the God's honest truth. The first thing I asked when I heard the news, I said, can someone tell me what the demographic is on this school? Let's look it up. Let's find out. Because there's no in way. Brooklyn or Bronx? Was it Brooklyn? It's, or in, Bronx? The, it's in Brooklyn. Okay. It's in Sheepshead Bay. Okay. So just walk with me for a minute on this. It's an election year. You think Biden and his merry minions are going to put a bunch of black and brown students out on the street? How's that look for your election? Not very good. So what do they do? They target a school that is 53% white, 20% Asian. Oh, and guess what? Almost 90% legal immigrants, people that have gone through the process of lotteries and green cards and immigration attorneys to come here legally for their families. They pay taxes and they're here. And now their kids are not able to go to school. And what does the school tell them? Well, we're just preparing in case there's another tragedy and um, we have to do remote learning, except for the fact that they didn't buy Zoom rooms that are bigger than what is needed to house all the kids. So now you've got kids that can't even get into the remote learning. It's I'm insane. like, it's the kids, when they go to school in the morning, they have to go through turnstiles and, and metal detectors. That's, all replacement the immigrants. Right there. That's replacement right there. It, 100%. But here's the issue, right? We've come to a place in America, it is my opinion, we are firmly divided, right? Those of us that live in reality and those of us that live in woke ideology. Woke ideology has no basis in reality. It doesn't matter what the hell's going on. You just say whatever you think and it's fine. Like Jill Biden on, what was she on, Morning Joe yesterday, that telling us that Joe it Biden was, has it bigger. With, it was with Mika, I think. Yeah. Um, a sit down with Mika. So you got manic Mika, you know, sitting there giving you her opinion, which, you know, that'll get you, I don't know. I don't know what it gets you, quite frankly, because I think she's an idiot. But putting that aside, you got manic Mika talking to Dr. Jill Biden And Jill is going to tell you how fabulous her husband is doing, despite the fact that he's having a hard time putting left in front of right when he walks across the line. His age is a a benefit, is a plus, is what she said. Yes. (laughs) He has the benefit of history. I'm like, what? He keeps telling people that Bo died in Iraq. He thinks that congressional representatives that have died in car accidents are sitting in the audience. He forgets that he was the ones that called, you know, busing students for integration racial jungles. What history are we referring to? The one that he's making up or the one he can't remember? The, one where, the one where he said he was, he started the civil rights movement in America. Oh, my God. And he attended the AME, Emanuel AME Church or the one in in Delaware, more than the parishioners, more than the, the, the worshipers of that church. It's just, it's literally, it, we're at a spot where all you do is just say something. 
you know? So it's like the trans issue for me is a big sticking point. And so it's this whole idea of, um, I have declared today that I'm man and you must refer to me as such. Why? I'm sorry. Your, your opinion of yourself doesn't change the biology or the science behind it. So the same people screaming, trust the science, believe the science, you know, strap this very thin cloth across your face. That's going to defend you against a virus that we created. Total hypocrites on total bullshit. Total bullshit all day, every day. Anywho, my point in all of this is that immigration economy is probably the best term I've heard anybody say you coined it. I think we should brand it and trademark it and put it everywhere because put it, it couldn't on be the website. Put Absolutely. It on the website. We'll, we'll do something on it. I'll write something. We'll put, it's we'll so, it's so true. And you know, you look at Hunter Biden, you know, showing up to the Capitol. Literally. Can you, that? Can yes, you, you know, my problem with that is Linda, my, here's my problem with that. I have James Comer on once every two weeks. I have <laughs> MTG. I've got people on the house oversight committee on all the time. And I, I to a person, I say, well, we're going to see a perp. Are you going to arrest the guy? Perp walk. Are you arrest the guy? I'm like, well, if he just came over to the house side instead of the Senate side, we would have the sergeant of arms arrest him immediately. He walked into there, arrogantly walked in, flipped off every member of that house committee, gave him the finger and walked out when he wanted to all for his little movie there. My concern is that the GOP has no teeth, no balls and no teeth. Arrest that guy. Have him arrested. They could have done it. They should have. They should have done it when he walked in. Do you remember what they said? He went, he wisely went to the Senate side because if he went to the House side, they would have arrested him. Well, all you had to do was declare him in contempt of Congress that moment. Yep. And then if he did walk in. Doesn't matter where he is. And he wouldn't have walked in because his lawyers knew that they weren't going to arrest him because they couldn't. Where are the teeth? Where there's a lot of, a lot of talk. Not much walk on the GOP side. I can be honest with you. I'm going to tell you right now. I know you always say I'm hard right, but I really believe in my heart that there are two parties and it has nothing to do with Democrat and Republican. There's us and there's them. (laughs) And the reason, the reason why I say this all the time is because these are the moments. These are the moments when I look and I say, so all you Republicans were sitting there. And you didn't, like, why didn't Comer from the dais say, hey, security, arrest that man? Right. Right. Why not? Why not? They're toothless. And and it's all like, I, you know, if I see one more memo about what you're going to do or what you're going to file, I tell you what, do me a favor. You talk to the art dealer. You know, all these assholes who bought these stupid paintings that look like they were, they came out of a cracked jack box. Give me a break. Enough, enough with the nonsense. We all know what happened. Let's get down to brass tacks. Let's start talking about the laptop. Poor John Paul Mac Isaac, this poor bastard. You know what I mean? He's been talking since October, 2019, trying to get people to pay attention. Uh, 2020, I'm sorry, not 2019. Trying to get people to pay attention. Nobody wants to listen. Why? I don't. I don't know. I can't figure out this, this whole laptop thing. I got. I got Rudy on my show telling me he's seen some yeah. of the most you know disgusting, salacious things he's ever seen in his life. Yeah, I which got, is saying something because he has seen I, some I things. I actually called Tony Bobolinsky and mm-hmm. talked to him. And it, my, again, this guy was like, I, "Can you come on the show and talk about what you know, what you heard?" 
Mm-hmm. It's like, I'll only do it if you give me a full hour. I'm like, I can't give you a full hour. I'm like, can't you just, if, you know, if you want to do this, you want to ex- expose Hunter for what he is, then, then yeah. come, I, I'll only do it if you promote it and you give me a full hour. And I was like, are these all, is everyone just full of shit? <laughs> and so just- that's my point, right? When does the issue, when does the nation become more important than your self-importance? I don't, I don't, no, no. And it doesn't. They're, they're not. That's the. Problem. I saw this. I'll, I'll digress for one second, and you'll get a kick out of this. I think you will. There was a thing on social media that I saw. I think I saw it on X. I can't remember. And this woman's on there, just like your average whatever, and she's like, "I just want to pontificate for a moment. Look around at all your things, and look around at all the people around you, and 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 really, and really, just sort of, you know, think about one major thing." In 2124, 100 years from now, will any of it matter? (laughs) And I just was like, huh. It's so true. Do you know what I mean? Yes. It really brings it back to earth. I just went, I mean, I was like listening to her. I mean, she just, you know, just regular gal. I think I heard this too. And I I I just just saw it this morning. Was it Instagram? It might have been Instagram, yeah. There's a wheel on Instagram that had the same angle to you're like yes i know and i was just kind of like i'm like this is so crazy and i said you know i was like the other thing that she pointed out and then i i i thought was so interesting was she was just like so point she says do you know who your grandfather's father was and i was like no no No, i don't yeah you know and that's what's so interesting to me because now i'm I'm thinking about that and I'm looking at all of these people and I'm looking at a country that I used to know. And I'm looking at these parents standing outside of a high school in Brooklyn saying, why would you kick our kids out of school for people that have committed a federal crime? Why are they more important than kids? And you just see it like the Epstein list, right? If you look at the Epstein list and it comes out and they've got, you know, person 106 and person 107 and, you know, all of these things. It's like, you gotta be kidding me. Like there has to be, there has to be a point where the kids come first. That's it. At what point do we put American children first? That's, that's the question. That's the, the, the and it's the same thing I say about the Palestinians. The Palestinians will never stop trying to kill Israelis because they hate Israelis more than they love their own kids. They'll send those kids down into the tunnels. They don't give a shit. They don't care. That's true. Because their passion for this overcoming, I saw this video yesterday of a Muslim man in Sweden peeing in a grocery store on the pork section because people shouldn't eat pork. So this guy's filming him in a Swedish grocery store. And he says, this man is peeing on the packs of meat or whatever you want to call it, meat in the meat center and peeing all over the pork. And he's like, you shouldn't eat meat. You shouldn't eat pork. Yeah. Uh, you're lucky that wasn't me. Yeah. Well, it's these, these assholes that, that block the, you know, the, the highway. Oh, my God. The tunnels. Oh. If you got an issue and you're going to ruin everyone else's, you're, they're, they're more on. Let me ask you a question if about if that. I'm not here, if I'm not here one week, it's because you're going to have to bail me out of jail. Because 100%. I, I will likely push people with me. I would beat the piss out of somebody yeah, who did that. I, I, yeah, get out of the car. If they won't move, I, I, I'll just nudge them with the car. and they'll, that, I'll is, that is a crime. 
Yeah. It is a crime to block a roadway. It is a crime to bro- block a bridge. It is a crime to block a tunnel. And what are they all doing? Do you notice what they're all wearing? What are they all wearing? I love Biden t-shirts. I don't know what. Masks. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're all wearing masks. Oh, so you're outside in the freezing cold with masks on. Is it because you feel sick or is it because... You're such a bunch of wussies that you won't show your face. You're so brave to sit in a line. You know what? This one guy pulled up and he was like in a, you know, like a, I don't know, like a pickup truck. And he was going to pick up his daughter, young black guy. And he goes, you need to move. Yeah. yeah. And he physically started moving. Yeah, them. And so, I was like, yeah, yeah get it, man. We, need, that would we be all cool. need to do that. We all need but to the problem that. is if I do that, I'm a Karen. Right. So I'm the white girl. I got oh. white privilege. Oh, by the way, did you see the John Hopkins story? John Hopkins. Yeah. Oh, the, my yeah, God. If you're white, if you're. Uh, Cis. If you're. If you're, if you're almost everything. If, if you just if you're. But basically. Um, yeah. Not if you're white of any kind and you're not brown and you're not black and you don't ascribe to our beliefs. Um, you have a problem. And I mean, dude, privilege. Yeah. I pushed it everywhere. And I flipped out. I flipped out about that. And I flipped out about uh, the William Penn statue, which they also rescinded that. So they rescinded the William Penn issue. And then they rescinded um, the DEI thing because of the ridiculous pushback on that. And I said, you know, the Biden admin wants to take down another statue. I'm like, does this guy understand? You can take down every statue you want. It does not change the fact that William Penn is the founder of the state of Pennsylvania. And we are its namesake based after him and what he did. If the Native Americans want to put some shit up and they want to put a statue up next to William Penn, knock yourself out. Right. Why the hell does it have to? I mean, it is so insane. It's like you're just making shit up. I'm like, listen, man, I don't know if you know this. People in Pennsylvania, they want to talk about the Keystone Pipeline. They want to talk about the fentanyl problem that's happening up in Pittsburgh. We talked about what happened in Pennsylvania in the last couple of weeks. Something big happened politically. What happened? John is Fetterman. it Fetterman? Fetterman. <laughs> is it Fetterman becoming a Republican? <laughs> Fetterman, I guess, recovering from his his brain problems has okay. turned out to be a little bit normal, just a little normal. I, I'm not even going to tell you what I think about Fetterman because you're going to tell me I'm a conspiracy theorist. So I'm going to keep what I think about. Was Fetterman. what someone implanted something in his brain when they? Had, when I don't they even think it's the same guy. Oh, it's someone else. They replaced him. I'm sorry. I With mean, the, that guy. AI. I saw him in person. I've seen the new guy in person and I'm like, that ain't, the, that ain't the same guy. It's like the people who say it's not really Joe Biden because look well, at his ear. If you look at Biden's ear, one of his earlobes attaches up and one of them attaches down He's from one of his many facelifts. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, this isn't the real Biden. <laughs> Listen, yes, now, I will weird. say in, in all seriousness, as you know, as you well know, most presidents do have a stand in. For, you know, when they're doing like the double beasts and they're like trying to protect them and that kind of stuff. You think Trump had. <laughs> I don't think that there is one person on this earth that looks like Donald Trump. I'll tell you that much. He's on his own, man. He's 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 going to be the anomaly because he is. I mean, who do you think his Veep pick is, by the way? He says he knows. Right? I know. That's why I'm asking you. What do you I, think? I, I, I have no idea. I just have a oh, gut. It's it's. uh I mean, I want it to be uh, Nikki, um, Chris, Christy Nome. That's who I'd love it to be. I love Christy Nome. I love it to be her. You know what I love about Christy? 
And this is this to me is one of those moments where a governor is doing the work similar to DeSantis in that manner. She does the Freedom Works Here effort. Yeah. And yeah. has been doing all those ads where she yeah. features herself. Yeah, she's a dentist. She's a welder. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so funny because, you know, I interviewed her on another show and um, she was very funny. She w- it was a it was an interview about who she is and how she got her start yeah. and yeah. how, you know, and all the things. And it was very interesting to hear about her background. But one of the things she talked about was she's like, well, really glad I'm a governor because I got to tell you a lot of outtakes on those videos. You know, I got to yeah. go through it. And I laugh because she's so self-deprecating. And so real, and she really does kind of give it up to God. You know, she's like, listen, I'm doing the best I can. Haters going to hate. I'm not going to make everybody happy. It just kind of is what it is. And I love it. You know, she's doing she's business. Great. She's worked on a farm. The policies are, are phenomenal. Just phenomenal. The right, on the right. Men shouldn't be in women's sports. She's pro Second Amendment, staunch defender yep. of the Second Amendment. Low taxes. She's great. I think he's a great governor. Like the I, States, I think DeSantis is a great governor here. I, I, I honestly think it's it's his to lose in 2028. But, I completely agree with you. I think he's a great guy. I think he is a stalwart. I think he's a very strong man. I think he served his country honorably. I don't have a negative thing to say about DeSantis. And I think that people that want to bash DeSantis are just looking for a reason. And I, I think my problem is, is I love Trump. You know, I want Trump to be our president. I think he's a I think he's given a lot and he's been through a lot. And I don't think that there's another human being on the face of this planet that could withstand what this man has been through. I just don't, I think it's ridiculous what he has been through. And it is, it's honestly embarrassing. I'm like, I can't believe this is America. You know, watch the CNN debate with DeSantis and Haley, which was kind of boring, but but it was boring back and forth and and then go watch Trump between the town hall. Yeah. It's incredible how much more inter- interesting and entertaining Donald Trump is than, than because he's else. real. It's and just what it is. Yeah, it's he's just real. He doesn't really give a shit about your feelings. He doesn't. He's like, this is what's going to work. You might not like it, but it's going to work. Sorry, yeah. not sorry. Anyways, well, it's Eric, thank you for your time, Linda. Great week. Great. Um, week. Lots of. News. I think we're going to have some big news coming up in the next couple of months. We want to. Tell our listeners to stay tuned to the fabulous Eric Bowling. He's got a lot coming up. So make sure you got your uh, your ear to the ground there, and we'll keep you all up. We got big news. We got big news coming. We got news, baby. We got news. We got news. Right. It's coming. Well, next time we, we talk, we'll know what happened in Iowa. We'll have Iowa I know. Caucus. I'm headed there. Please pray for me. I'll be freezing. <laughs> very, very below and chill. Good luck. <laughs> I'll see you next week. All right. Good, good talk. See you next week. All right.